Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another world who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. But before we join Superman, here is an important message. Fellows and girls, don't ever get the idea there's nothing you can do to help win this war. Just because you can't join the army doesn't mean that you can't be part of this big fight to preserve the American way of life. No, sir, not at all. There is one big important thing you can do, and I'm going to tell you about that right now. You see, aside from the fact that we can't all be soldiers, sailors, or Marines, because we're too young or too old or something, it's necessary for a good many of us to stay right here where we are. As a matter of fact, Uncle Sam says that for every man in the armed forces, there must be 11 people back home to keep him well supplied and to see that everything runs smoothly. It's sort of like, well, like a civilian army that cooperates with the armed forces to help win this war. And that's where you come in, you and I. For we're all members of this civilian army. And the best way we can help our boys out in the front is to buy war-saving stamps and bonds and buy them regularly. Now, how does that help? Well, let me tell you. It helps our government to finance this war. It helps to buy guns and tanks and planes and all the other things the Army, Navy, and Marines need to knock out the Japs and the Nazis. For instance, every time you buy a ten-cent war-saving stamp, your dime will pay for five bullets. And every five ten-cent stamps buys enough fuel oil to carry a destroyer a full mile. So you see how important it is for you to buy a war-saving stamp every time you get a dime. Now, see if you can't get mother or dad to give you a dime every day or every other day with which to buy war-saving stamps. Talk about this with all your friends. Ask them to buy war-saving stamps regularly. Ask mother and dad and all your neighbors and relatives to sign Minuteman pledges. Do all you can to build up the sale of war-saving stamps and bonds. And that's what you can do to help win this war. And now to our story. Last week, we learned how a German saboteur, known only as the Wolf, is attempting to cripple the American transportation system so valuable in time of war. Thus far, 14 disastrous accidents have occurred on American railroad lines, all created by the Wolf. In each case, 50 feet of track had mysteriously disappeared, vanished into thin air. On the trail of the Wolf, Clark Kent prevented an accident to the Silver Clipper, cracked Midwest Streamliner. But now the wolf is about to strike again, and unfortunately, Kent has stepped into his trap. It is midnight. A 26-car troop train carrying American soldiers west has just pulled out of the terminal. 
In ten minutes, gathering speed, it will roar over the mile-long St. Clair River trestle with its deep, swirling waters below. But meanwhile, a shadowed figure is picking its camp away across the trestle. Off in the far distance, the troop train's whistle is an eerie forewarning of doom. And suddenly, the shadowed figure stops and crouches low over the steel rails. Slim-fingered hands make strange, mysterious motions along the shining track. And in the heavy, dark silence, the wolf chuckles. <laughs> this time, Clark Kent won't interfere. Meanwhile, miles away, Clark Kent, having been led to believe he is being taken to the executive offices of the C&L Railroad for an exclusive story, is riding in a car driven by one of the wolf's henchmen, a man named Kino. How much further did you say we have to go, Mr... Uh... I don't think I caught your name. Uh, the name's Smith. John Smith. Oh, that should be easy to remember. Well, look, Mr. Smith, we've been driving an awfully long time, and we don't seem well, to be... Well, uh, here we are now. Yeah, this is where we pull in. What's the big idea? This is a deserted dirt road. Yeah, that's what it is, But Now, this ain't no water pistol poking you in the ribs, either. It's the McCoy. Hey, who are you, anyhow? You ever hear of a guy called the Wolf? The Wolf? Yeah. Well, I work for him, see? Now, relax, brother. You're getting a break tonight. I'm supposed to knock you off, but I'm no killer. That's what you think. What about the 40-odd people who lost their lives when the Tri-State Limited jumped the tracks? That was one of your jobs. What about the 27 people who were killed when the Flying Cloud crashed? Well, that's different. No, it isn't. Instead of killing one, you've killed hundreds. No, not me. The boss did it. You're just as much to blame. Now, pipe down, pal, or I'll put a slug in Don't be a fool, Smith, or whatever your name is. The wolf is using you as a tool. He'll double-cross you without blinking an eye. You'll be sorry when it's too late, when they strap you into that electric chair and turn on the... shut up. Now, listen to me. Take my advice. Tell me where the wolf is. What's he doing? You can't stop this job. The train's pulled out. What train? A 26-car troop train. You mean to tell me you're going to sit by and let that Nazi murderer take the lives of American soldiers? Stop it. Tell me what train it is. Where's the wolf planning to wreck it? Quickly. It's too late, I tell you. It's too late. It's never too late. Now tell me. Hurry. The the St. Clair River trestle. Yes? Ten miles west of Chicago. That's all I wanted to know. Too bad I can't stop and give you the thrashing you deserve, but that'll wait. You're coming with me. Off with these clothes. There we are. That's better. Now, over my shoulder with you. It's your turn to ride now, my slimy friend. With Superman. Up, up, and away! Red cloak streaming in the wind, Superman leaps into the darkness. The limp form of Kino dangling over his powerful shoulder like a sack of wheat. Swooping down into the valley, his keen ears pick up the distant warning whistle of the troop train as it nears the St. Clair trestle. I may be too late. Train's starting across the trestle now. Down! Down! Great Scott, some of the track is missing. If that train goes through, it'll drop into the river. I've got to stop it. I've got to. You, my ratty friend, can rest here for a moment. Now to brace myself. Done a lot of strange things, but I'm not sure about this. That train's coming pretty fast. I wonder, can I stop it? Can I? Well, I'll know in a moment. Here it comes. And here I go. I made it. 
with only inches to spare. Better make myself scarce before things begin to happen. Come on, my unconscious pal. You're going for another ride. Up, up, and away! Leaving the St. Clair trestle behind him, Superman returns to the car parked on the deserted dirt road. Reviving Kino, he tries to force a full confession out of him. Now listen. This is your last chance to tell the truth. What happened to those steel rails? How were they ripped up? I, I don't know. I tell you, I don't know. Now, who are you and what are you wearing that costume for? Never mind that now. What happened to those rails? Oh, oh you're, you're killing me. I'm breaking my arm. All right, then talk. Oh, oh. All right. All right, I'll tell you. All right, yeah, make I'll... it fast. Well, the wolf had some stuff in a bottle. Yes. All he had to do was to rub it on the tracks and they just smelled it. What? You're lying. No, no, I swear it. I swear I ain't. I've seen it work all like magic. He meant the stuff and it could melt anything. All right. I believe that temporarily. Now, where can I find the wolf? Uh, I don't know. Would you like some more persuasion? No, 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 no. no don't touch me. Where can I find the wolf? Well, I'm waiting. All right. If you prefer the no, other no, way. No, 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 no. I'll tell. Go ahead. The... Hotel Royal. Yes? Room 528. That's better. Now, you're coming along with me. Uh, where? For a little ride through the clouds. Hey, hey, let me down. Now, no, let me down. Hold your breath. Here we go. Up, up, and away! A five, please. Yes, sir. Well, Kent, if this is a wild goose chase, your career as a newspaper reporter is over. I assure you, it's no wild goose chase, Captain Reed. Your police department would get all the credit for clearing up the railroad sabotage case. Well, I hope you're right, Kent. Come on, let's go. He's in room 528. That one across the hall. Well, Higgins, you and Blake stand on one side of the door. McCall and Anderson take the other side. Kent and I will handle the middle. All set? Right there. Right, right. right. Open up in there. Open up, I said. This is the police. You won't answer. I'll make him answer. Open up or we'll break the door down. Get back. He's shooting. Kent, you're hit. No, no. I'm all right. But you were standing where the bullet came through. Well, it, it, it missed me, I guess. You're a lucky boy. Now, look, we've got to be careful. He's in there all right, ready to kill. We don't want to run any risks. Uh, Captain, may I be excused for a few minutes? Oh, kind of shaken up, aren't you? Well, I can't blame you. This sort of stuff isn't up your alley. Uh, sure, go ahead. We'll handle him. Wait for us in the lobby. Thanks a lot, Captain. I I, I won't wait for the elevator. I'll, I'll take the stairway down. I'll see you later. Okay. Well, I guess this is far enough. Now, off of these clothes. <sighs> Poor Captain Reed was worried about that bullet. He'd keel over if he knew it hit me and flattened out like a pancake. Ah, there we are. Now to tackle the wolf. As Superman. Up with this window. Now, let's see. Fifth floor. That's the floor directly above me. Room to the right of the elevator shaft. Yes, I can see it. Up! Up! Ah. Not much room in this windowsill, but it'll do. 
There he is, facing the door, ready to shoot. All right, Wolf, this is the end. No, stand back. Not a chance. Stand back or I shoot. Go ahead. That's it. Empty your gun. No, it's not possible. The bullets have bounced off your chest. You all through? Now it's my turn. Help, help. No. Wait for help. No. <laughs> Didn't last very long, did you, Wolf? I'll just leave you there, crumpled in the corner, until the police break in. So long, rat. Hello? Hello, are you still with me? Yes. Uh, go ahead, Kent. Now, here's the last part of the story. When the police, under Captain Reed, that's R-E-E-D, broke into the hotel room, they found the wolf mysteriously beaten. A supply of the chemical compound used by the wolf to disintegrate the steel rails was found in his suitcase. That's all. Hold on, Kent. Mr. White wants to talk to you. Okay. Kent. Yes, Mr. White. Kent, you're terrific. You've got a job with this paper for life. Now, who in heaven's name saved that troop train? Nobody seems to know. Well, gosh, I... I, I, I don't know, Mr. White. It, it's all, sort of mysterious. Oh, forget it. Now, listen to me. I've got the biggest assignment in the world for you. Something that involves the lives of millions of people. You get back here fast. Don't waste a minute. Okay. I'll be in your office in ten minutes. Are you crazy? You're a thousand miles away. Oh, I, I meant... That is, I... Uh, never mind. Never mind. Uh, get here as fast as you can. So long. Oh, I almost stuck my foot in at that time. Yes, I'm afraid Superman almost did stick his foot in it. Ten minutes to travel a thousand miles, well, that's traveling. Well, he probably won't make the same mistake again. In the meantime, what is this new assignment? Something that involves the lives of millions of people. We know, but we are pledged to secrecy because it's the biggest, most exciting thing Superman has ever done. So don't miss the new thrilling story that begins tomorrow. Same time, same station. Tune in and follow the adventures of Superman. Did you ever stop to think why American machine gun crews make such good scores in their battles against the Japs and the Nazis? Their teamwork, their super marksmanship, comes from practice. Practice every day until they can hit the bullseye practically every time. But that much practice eats up a lot of bullets. And that's just where you come in. You buy bullets for machine gunners every time you buy war stamps. Five bullets for every ten cent stamp. So get behind your team by buying stamps just as often as you can. Can you think of anything more exciting to buy for your dime than five forty-five caliber bullets? Five bullets for American soldiers to use in protecting your home from the Japs or the Nazis. So get going. Get your stamps today and every day. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Tall buildings at a single bound. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Follow the adventures of Superman tomorrow and every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs> 